Welcome back, everyone, to the Here's Johnny podcast. I am your host, Larry. And I am your other host, Justin. It has been a long time. The content never stopped coming for our listeners, but Justin and I took about a four-week break from recording, which is the longest I think we ever went, and that includes two cross-country moves from me. How you doing, Jay? I'm I'm doing okay. I I thought I was doing okay until my computer decided to crap out on me, but you know, whatever. It, it, it happens technology. to the best of us. I mean, I, I don't think your computer is as bad as what we saw some of the computers being in this uh, film we're reviewing today. Uh, Careful. It was it was crazy <laughs> to see a film set in the future having uh, Atari level computers, but actually, I, I I like the vibe of that. But we'll get into it. And she's already made her voice known, and I have not told her anything on my thoughts yet, but we are joined by the zombie girls, Rachel and Mars. How have you guys been? I'm very excited! (laughs) Mars, how's life? Uh, It's life. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like Justin has, like, the most positive vibes to share with us for this catch-up session and we'll give him the floor. Rachel got to hear me go on for quite a while last night. I, I, I'm not going to do it again, but I will say if you wanted to hear about uh, the big fireworks from my week, uh, check out the Racing with the Moon episode, specifically the Patreon version. Yeah. Uh, Rachel got there to listen to me in. go on one. <laughs> he goes in. Yeah. Yes. Um Oof. Justin knows as well. Uh, Mars, I was getting recruited, um, and then the, re- the company kind of lied to me. And then when they came back to offer me the job, they lowballed me and insulted my skills at the same time. Yeah. Wow. Winning yeah. tactics right there. Good yeah. Jesus. And then they called me back today, and they're like, well, we can give you 10000 more. And I said, actually, my price went up to 115 Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. She's like, well, they aren't going to be able to do that. And I was like, I guess we're done, aren't we? <laughs> Ooh, power moves. I like it. Like, and, and I, I wanted to say, like, do you really think? And I told Justin this when we were messaging. I was like, do you? Did you really expect me to come back after? Like, like I was very clear. I was insulted yesterday. Like, do you think yeah. I'd ever want to work for this company now? Yeah, like, no. Like, I have a good job. You crazy bastards! Like, I am happy. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a bizarre tactic. It was strange. It was it was an interesting strategy. Uh, I gotta say, it did not work out for them. I did wish you them get the best. Nagged? Was it like a pickup artist? I, but you know, <laughs> oh man, that's a good call. I didn't even think about that. Right? They're like, you're not very good at your job. That's gonna make them really want to work for me. Now they're, <laughs> yeah. now they're like super horny for this job. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an interesting strategy. That was like my big thing. School's going well. I'm excited to be sitting here. I got to see Aliens for the first time. I will say I, it was these two movies I've heard wonderful things about, and I've only heard people not be happy with what comes next. And I've seen Prometheus <laughs> and Covenant, but I haven't seen Aliens 3 or Resurrection. I was sad because I was looking for my girl Winona in this one, so to discover that in order to see her is going to have to be one of the bad Alien films. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sad mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, you'll also have to see Alien Genitalia, so, you know. Ooh, fun. We, 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 oh, kind, we kind of saw that how this did time, I, didn't we? How did I forget about that? I mean, it is it's very coming, hard to miss. It's coming like, screaming like, back to me now, but I... Like bat nipple kind of genitalia, or like even um, more so? I'm just going to 
drop yeah, a pic yeah, we'll, in the we'll chat. Yeah, we'll tell you it's like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll tell you it's like bat nipple genitalia for now. Yeah. Okay, perfect. That's all it is. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, Justin, I'm going to save your catch up for last. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Absolutely. I think everyone here, including our listeners, really want to hear about your wedding and your honeymoon and everything. Uh, so we're going to save that for last. A teaser, if you will. So, Rachel or Mars, you guys can pick. Just kind of tell us what's been new with you. Because, Mars, I don't think you've been on here since we wrapped up the Saw mini-season. Um, yeah. I, I know that you, you have taken a lover. I have. And you are, <laughs> you are very busy with that. But uh, what else is new with you? Uh, not really a whole lot. Um, I mean, work's crazy. The Lover is uh, moving to, back to Oregon at the end of this month. So I'm very excited about that. That's awesome. I know. I know. I'm very excited. Um, but until then, it's just sort of uh, getting through it, I guess. <laughs> I just got to go down. I spent Halloween weekend with him in California. So that was really fun because it was like 78 degrees. And it's where the monarch butterflies spend their winter. So I oh, literally happy. spent a day on a beach literally chasing butterflies. That's amazing. Damn. It was so cool. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Marcy. How pretty was yeah. that? It was so. OK, so they have a whole we were trying to find this area that on like the Internet was called the Monarch Butterfly Grove. Mm-hmm. But then the more I looked for it, I couldn't find like an actual address or anything. So I was like, well, maybe it's just like a term because it's butterflies, right? They're not going to yeah. be like, well, that's the one place we're supposed to be, you know? <laughs> and so we were trying to find that spot, couldn't find it. So we just kind of, I may have needed to pee. So we pulled over <laughs> at like this beach area <laughs> where there was a restroom. I wasn't going to pee on the beach. There was a restroom. She went and the butterflies. No <laughs> just like, hey, real quick, I just got to wade out to my waist in the ocean. I'll be right back. No reason. Don't ask. <laughs> uh, and while we were there, there was a guy eating a sandwich in his car. And he goes, sorry, did I hear you just say something about butterflies? And we're like, oh, yeah, we're looking, you know, for these butterflies. And he goes, yeah, just take this path down there and you'll see them. And we only saw a few. They were still really cool, though. And then as we were leaving, we passed this huge sign that said the Monarch Butterfly Grow. And I was like, how did we? That was on my side of the car on the way here. I was actively looking for that. And it was on my side of the car. And I missed it entirely. I don't know. So we didn't actually go to the actual grove. But I still saw butterflies. It was really cool. It's really cool. I When I was in my entomology class, we, we kind of talked about like how monarchs make those mass migrations and stuff. And there's a place, I believe, in Mexico where, like, this, like, valley where, like, monarch butterflies to go to every single year and i've always wanted to see that so that's really really cool you got to see that though yeah oh it was really cool and then of course i come back to rainy portland and i'm at my job (laughs) that is stressful working my super and i like got off the plane was like i was chasing butterflies two days ago (laughs) now i have to go back to work Oh man! So Rachel, you're next. Uh, I I do want to make another comment. Uh, Rachel will show herself on camera for Jennifer Tilly, but she won't oh do my- it for Justin and I. <laughs> I'm not ready to let that go. And this awful image that you shared in the chat is something you're I wish I welcome. hadn't seen. You're welcome. You're <laughs> welcome. Is that three or resurrection? That's that resurrection. Of... Res- but okay, they're mostly so least... digitally removed, so they're not quite as this aggressive. But they're there. Oh, that is... <laughs> That's like a that's so that on the scale of Batman nipples. Where do you think this one lies? Oh, that is a lot worse. I was oh, I wish I had yeah. lived in Mars world. Mars world was lull, a lot nicer. I was trying to lull you into a false sense of security because <laughs> it definitely Wait. is worse than Batman nipples. <laughs> so yes, Rachel, uh, you have a 
a magazine article cover story yeah. coming out at the end of the month. Yeah. Make sure you go buy that. It's out magazine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but besides that, what's new with it's you? It's not available in Canada, by the way. I checked. It's not? Oh, that sucks. Nope. Well, I'll drop one in the mail to you if you want it. It's, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Rachel, you have a cover story on a, ma- on a national magazine. Absolutely, yeah, we're going to get it. Fucking, like, we're all going to get you this. You're all so like, sweet. Yeah, I know her. Oh, you guys are so sweet. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously I'm working a lot. I've been working a lot. (laughs) It's spooky season. So I've been doing stuff for the podcast like crazy, but also because I'm like the resident horror fan at my company, which actually puts out three magazines and has like four websites. Mm. Basically, whenever there's like horror news, they're like, we'll ask Rachel do it, which is great because it's the thing I want to write about the most anyway. But it also means it's been like a lot. Um, like I have some, I have some really fun interviews coming out next week including like you said jennifer tilly was doing press for chucky so that that's really fun the other thing i did today and like it's why i'm a little bit loopy tonight is your girl went and got boosted so oh cool oh yes right so i got like flu shot in one arm covid in the other one so and I was like, I'll be fine. I know I'm podcasting tonight, but I'll I'll get my side effects tomorrow. It's like 15 <laughs> minutes after the shot, I was like, <laughs> so I'm a little, a little oh, fuzzy tonight. Do you, do you want to push this? No. Like a, 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 well, I I know how much you care about aliens, yeah. so I, I you know I want you to be able to be excited for it. I don't oh no, I'm very excited. I these, just like, am a little loopy so i might say some weird shit i might be sending like <laughs> alien genital okay. photos to larry like you never know what's gonna happen tonight <laughs> hey if this is the kind of mood we're starting off with let's just let's, let's go lean let's, let's, you in know what? let's get deeper into it <laughs> yes deeper <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh man and we are beginning um, uh but we yeah we, we are going to be I will be watching the clock because I know Justin has said that he wants to get some sleep. He doesn't want to be, be me and Rachel last night who shat the shit to like midnight, which was fantastic. Yes. We needed to, though. I mean, all I had today was lab cleaning so day long. to boost morale. So, huh? So we had to, though. We, had, we hadn't talked for so long, like really talked, talked for a while. So we... It was honestly last night was, was great there. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. I, I got all the, the anger out. Um, yes. But Justin, uh, we kind of obviously we messaged each other when you finally came back to the world it's very nice to hear your voice again and to be recording again thank you yeah you got a very special episode for you to come back to yeah but uh how was the wedding what's it like being married tell us about the honeymoon what's uh what's going on um so i'll i'll leave the tmi stuff uh to the after show i guess if we're doing one Ooh, we are now. <laughs> oh, we can call it Here Comes Johnny. Yeah! Oh, my God. Uh, no, it, oh, my it God, Justin lost his virginity. This is so exciting. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Yeah. Two kids later, I just lost it, right? I just went on your wedding um, night because I'm sure you were pure, like, a, you know. Oh, absolutely. I, I, absolutely. It was like uh, Immaculate Conception or whatever you want to call it, right? <laughs> right. Uh, no, no, it, it was great, though. Uh, the wedding went off without a hitch, um, I think, anyways. I didn't notice anything, so whatever. Um, yeah, it went great. We went on our honeymoon. We just, like, went up to Ottawa, which is, like, Ontario, Canada's capital. Or Ontario's capital. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> I'm not great with geography, so don't ask. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
and then honestly we just ate a bunch of great food mm. like stuff we can't get here where i am oh shit sorry i dropped my pen sorry mm. um what else uh like what though and, what did you eat oh um so i had japanese jiggle cake oh yeah jiggle cheesecake how was oh, that my God. it was so good it's like the best cheesecake mm. i've ever had in my life uh but yeah they also had like these dehydrated cheesecake bites which were really good that were like green tea flavored mm. those are delicious um i had poutine from the birthplace of poutine Ooh. it was probably the worst thing we ate while we oh, no! Where yeah, it was highly poutine? uh quebec okay montreal quebec that kind of area um but it was disgusting oh, no How yeah do you it was very poutine? upsetting I don't, I don't know i don't know um oh we got a uh we so because we were gonna go spend a week in this place we got like a just like a um a, like a nice suite in a hotel and uh, they upgraded us to a penthouse. Oh, cool. oh, yeah. With some free booze. So that was nice. That was nice. Uh, I'm trying to think what else did we eat. We just ate, like, because around where I am, it's very, like, basic. You have basically fast food, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, like, real different food. It's like, oh, hey, there's a bunch of breakfast places that just serve the exact same thing. Mm. Uh, so we did, like, like stuffed burgers, which like burgers stuffed with other meats and stuff. Oh. Uh, went to like a fancy Jewish bakery and I ate some like delicious bagels. Mm, did you get any pickles? Uh, uh, our our bagels came with pickles oh, and they were delicious. Like that's the best yeah. thing about oh, a Jewish so deli are those salty ass pickles. Mm. They're so good. Mm. Um, oh, I did like a drive-through horror ha- or haunted house oh, thing, fun. which was oh cool. That was fucking terrifying really? <laughs> yeah see i thought it was gonna be cheesy yeah. kind, right like i expect it to be like oh it's like for like teenagers basically right uh no there was like people like banging on our windows Ooh. and like screaming <gasps> in our faces basically Ooh, no, no, no. and like chasing the van Ooh. uh with like chainsaws and guns and stuff what <laughs> it was terrifying <laughs> yeah. are you sure that you just didn't go into the wrong neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i don't know it, it, honestly it was it was probably the like most fun thing we did because we our expectations were so low but we were like hey it's like close to halloween we should do like something spooky yeah uh but yeah um honestly we just ate a bunch of food and like did nothing which was just kind of nice and needed yeah um and then also i guess while i was away um actually right before i went away i started writing for another website that's right congratulations yeah. again i think it's the first thank one about the pod thank you uh and they actually posted my first article while uh, like during my wedding basically Aww. they were like oh hey we were gonna wait but here whatever you know it's your wedding here uh we'll post it for you um but yeah no so that that's actually been great i actually had a meeting with them yesterday they just wanted to touch base and see how everything went which was nice and uh yeah so i don't know that's been great i've gonna look forward to get back getting back into streaming uh next week now that i don't have like a million things going on in my mind yeah. uh yeah i don't know i just ate a bunch of food and did shit all and it was amazing and i loved it that yeah sounds... i don't i don't really have any like crazy super crazy stories or anything so honestly that sounds perfect like i think when you're yeah. young you're like vacation is an adventure like you get a little older and you're like vacation is just 
stopping and stuffing my face for, for, for 48 hours. hours. <laughs> like, like, so where, where we went had like a full, like a super nice kitchen and everything. So we were like, oh yeah, we will go like get groceries and like make our meals and stuff. And no, as soon as we got there, we were like, oh man, everything is really close on Uber Eats. Yeah, let's not make anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah but yeah you know, it was great it was fantastic and uh i'm back i've been well i got back last saturday mm-hmm. so yeah now i'm back to work and miserable again you know <laughs> so I don't know. back to the real world yeah 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 well, i missed you i'm but glad yeah, you're was... back i'm sorry that it's you're miserable oh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, no it's it's i mean it's just work yeah <laughs> that's the only reason i have to go back um but uh yeah, I don't know. I'll share some pictures when I get them eventually, hopefully. Uh, we were told that our wedding was uh, very unique, and they've actually, like, changed, uh, like, the photographers, like, basically, like, changed their profile to, like, work our, like, work our stuff into, like, their headlines and stuff now. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was very, like, dark and... So basically, for example, to our D- our DJ wanted to know what kind of music we wanted to play, and like everybody's kind of our age, and so we said, "Oh, just keep it like late '90s, early 2000s, with like a heavy influence of like Rob Zombie, basically." And so she just literally played Rob Zombie all night, and everybody got super <laughs> drunk, and it was amazing. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't know, I got nothing else. Congratulations, <laughs> man! Thank you. All right. I don't so. know how to follow up. I was trying to find a segue. I was sitting here trying to think of a segue. I don't know how to do it. But uh, so, yeah, we're back into it. Our Halloween stuff is done. We are right back into Aliens. Yeah. And we brought on Rachel and Mars, and specifically Rachel, because this film, is it fair to say, is your favorite of all time? Oh, it's my favorite movie. For sure. And so, with all that being said, Justin, hit the fancy music button and let's review. Aliens. So this was God, that is so weirdly calming too. It's ASMR, it is. dude. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> so this was a first ever watch for me. So um, back excited. when we reviewed Alien for the was it the fortieth anniversary, Justin, that we reviewed it for? Yes, yes. Um, when we reviewed Alien, um, it was my first time seeing that. I kind of went into detail then how I I'm I'm a weird person. <laughs> And since I liked Predator, I decided I couldn't like Alien. I mean, I couldn't watch the movies. I uh, did a similar thing with Silent Hill and Resident Evil. It's, I'm, I'm weird. Uh, but I really, really liked Alien. Um, and then we had started collaborating a little bit with Rachel, and she had said then that if we ever did Aliens, she wanted to come on for it. And so when we got to the season, we knew we were going to do the next one, and it just made sense to get to this point. Uh Everyone else has seen this before, some more than others. Is that correct? 
Mm-hmm. Y- yes. <laughs> I don't know who you're referring to. Yeah, I don't know who you could possibly be talking about. I'm sure one of us on the show hasn't watched this 50 times. <laughs> uh, at some point, Rachel, uh, we will have to talk about how you demanded that I watch the correct version of this film. So much so that you sent me $5 on Amazon to yes. rent the proper yes, version. And I had accidentally in- rented it for myself first and still spent $5 to send it to you. <laughs> so I spent $8 on this movie today. <laughs> Listen, oh, uh, and like I told oh. you, it is of all the money I have ever spent in my life, this is the money that I feel most comfortable having spent. It was so funny. I was driving home from work and I get this message like, have you watched Aliens yet? If not, we need to make sure it's the right one. <laughs> very good reason for it that other version there's like a whole reel of the movie that was excised um between that version and the theatrical and but and for the betterment of the film like it undercuts a ton of tension when they first get to hadley's hope because the stuff that you would have seen was them at hadley's hope prior to whatever happens with the aliens Okay, so let's talk about that then after the review is done, because yeah. I am very curious to find out. Oh, yeah. Um, Since we have guests, Justin and I get to take a little bit of a step back. Rachel is going to be giving us... Not that we just had a three-week step back, but <laughs> we get another one. Uh, Rachel is kind enough to be doing our background for the film, and then Mars will be doing our 60-second summary. Mm-hmm. So the floor is yours, ladies. Okay, so I this is a little bit... Okay, this is long, <laughs> but I, in my defense, <laughs> I didn't go into like half the things I wanted to. I tried to just like touch on a few of the main points, but there's just like so much to be said about this movie. Um, okay, so here we go. Aliens is the 1986 sequel to Ridley Scott's Alien. Uh, this time around, it was directed by a young upcoming director you may have heard of named James Cameron. Directed one of my favorite movies. I mean, Yes. <laughs> Many of my favorite movies are James Cameron joints. He's kind of a douche, but his movies are great. Yeah, he's kind of a douche. Yeah. Uh, despite the original being a, a success, a sequel was stuck in development hell for years because of lawsuits, as well as 20th Century Fox. Just like they kept changing management, and they just weren't that invested in the IP, and so like it just kind of bounced around for a while until eventually they brought on Cameron to write the sequel, and he had another story he had already written called the mother that he adapted into this movie um and just sort of first of many fun facts the day he got the job to write aliens he also got the job to write the rambo sequel and he was like which one should i take and like someone was like both dude (laughs) and so (laughs) (laughs) so um so yeah he took both jobs originally as a screenwriter eventually thanks to the success of his what he considers to be his first film terminator because he does not acknowledge piranha 2 the the spawning um he was given the job of directing aliens uh they shot the movie in england at the pinewood studios uh which insisted on the like it was a british production company and so they wanted to have some of their own people there the only problem was mm-hmm. this resulted into some some drama on set let's just say for one thing as a british production company they expected to have tea time which meant stopping production in the middle of the day for like cups of tea and james cameron was not having it i can only imagine from what i know from because again my favorite camera movie is titanic and i've watched a lot of like the special features and stuff yeah. i can only imagine how 
he handled that. Yeah, not well. In fact, he, there was <laughs> there was a lot of problems with him being too hands-on, even though it was a union set. Like, he would move lights, and he would punch holes in walls if he, they needed to be punched. And, and so there was a lot of tension. That, and at the time when he started shooting this, Terminator had not been released in the UK. And so mm-hmm. there was a lot of people at the Pinewood Studios that were like, who is this young upstart coming over here from Canada? Can represent in Canada. Woo woo. Um, <laughs> and so they were like, did not have any respect for him. And, and in particular, his original assistant director, like, thought he knew the perfect person to direct this movie. And it wasn't James Cameron, it was himself. And mm. so he kind of started a rebellion on set. That's how Stan Winston, who did the special effects for this, describes yeah. it. Where like, they, people were picking sides. And it was causing, like, a problem on set. So finally, like, Cameron, like, dropped the hammer, fired the guy, and quelled the, re- the rebellion. So it's very, like, oh on Star Wars. <laughs> uh, okay, so the movie was made on approximately 18.5, uh, $18.5 million budget, which mm-hmm. honestly is not that much considering what we get on screen. Yeah. In fact... The opening scene where we see that salvage crew cutting into the um, the narcissist and finding mm-hmm. uh, Ripley was not in the budget, and Cameron paid for that scene out of his own pocket. Really? Yep. For to have the like laser arm cut her out of that ship. Yep. Okay. Okay. Kind of cool, right? Yeah. So the special effects for the film were developed by a 40-person team at Stan Winston Studio. Stan Winston is obviously an absolute icon of special mm-hmm. effects, in part because of the incredible designs he did for the Alien series, including my queen, the Alien Queen, which was originally intended to be created through stop-motion animation. Oh, cool. Right? But they basically, because of time constraints, they decided they would they would do it practical which i actually am really glad that they did and created mm-hmm. what stan winston yeah, refers to as the biggest marionette in motion picture history that's the the trash bag queen right trash bag queen you need to watch that netflix thing i'm telling okay. you you are going to yeah okay. the, i was like wait are you disrespecting no apparently that's that when I they were like <laughs> Like, no, no. Apparently, world. when they were making the the queen, they like had to test it out to make sure that it would work. So they called it the trash bag queen. Oh my god! I don't know. You oh, should, just, I just... totally am gonna watch it. I need to watch it. Yeah, you should definitely. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So uh, where was it? Oh yeah. So in addition to that, they also just used a lot of miniatures, including the original derelict ship from LV four twenty six from the first film that apparently had just been sitting in this his like film historian's driveway after having been oh given to him as a gift. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, my dad had like a beat up car in our driveway. He did not have the Nostromo. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> rad. So obviously Ripley is an iconic character. Um, very, very near and dear to my heart. But Sigourney Weaver was actually almost not in this movie. Why? Yeah. So she was not sure about coming back. And it led to like a lot of negotiation and back and forth. And she got like one of the highest paydays for a, a woman, woman actor at that time. Um, and she had to like sit down with Cameron and like talk through the role. And they had very different ideas about what her relationship was to the alien. Like he saw this as a straight up revenge film. And she was not that convinced that 
that Ripley like actually hated the aliens. Like she felt like it was a more ambiguous feeling. So they came to the conclusion that she would do it if it was more about Ripley coming back to protect other people from going through the same experience she had, which I think is something that really makes this movie special. And whereas if it were just a revenge plot, I would be less inclined to feel that way. Um, the other thing I have a quick, I have a quick question. Yes. Uh, I have not seen alien three or resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yes. But from my just general horror history knowledge, I know that those are kind of panned from uh-huh. a for a plot perspective. So what changed? So I would say Alien Three is actually a really interesting movie. It's David Fincher's take on Alien. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of production behind the scenes stuff, and like people recutting the movie and taking it out of his creative control. So there are some problems with it for sure. But I do think it's a really interesting movie if you remove it from Alien canon. The problem is, I don't want to spoil things for you, but like it kind of shits on the ending of Alien in a way that is not satisfying. And then Alien Resurrection is weird. It's like this, it's by this French director and it's like super, super far in the future. And there's all this like cloning stuff and it's very gooey and very strange and written by Joss Whedon. Oh god. Yeah. It's weird. But I mean I so I'd I, watch I, it with you if you wanted to watch it just to <laughs> just to watch you cringe. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I was just curious. I, I had never I guess I did not know that Sigourney Weaver had a kind of a similar situation with this that like Jamie Lee Curtis had mm-hmm. when like Carpenter left. So that, that's why I was more wondering, uh I wonder if, there's a lot of pressure I think returning to an iconic character like this. Like you kinda like I feel like yeah. I left it all on the on the what the field is that a sports saying i don't know mm-hmm. um, yeah you gave it all that's and that's it doesn't have to give but eventually like they did were able to get her to come in but not until the point where cameron was ready to write her character out of the film oh shit yeah like that's how good luck with that so when she came on board she said she had three requests she didn't want to carry a gun she wanted ripley to die and she wanted to make love to the alien <laughs> What? Yeah. So if you do end up continuing the series, uh, she gets all. Was of she her being wishes. serious? Yes, she gets all of her wishes. Um, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that. Why though? Uh, she was very staunchly anti-gun at this time. And well, the gun, the gun thing makes sense. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. Why was making I mean, love I to think the alien she's a one of her? Bit of an odd bodkin. I don't know. Okay, I I didn't know if there was a deeper reason. Like, okay, I'm I, sorry. I, think, I that I mean, God. you caught me off guard, Rachel. I was prepared for a lot, and that was a demand. That was not a demand I was ready for. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, so the story though, by how how Cameron got her to like have like use a gun and carry a firearm in the movie was he actually took her to a firing range and had her shoot a machine gun, and she had so much fun that she was like. All right, I'll carry it. Oh, it, it is exhilarating. It is. It truly is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so the film was released in July 1986 to positive reviews, particularly for Weaver's performance, which one critic called the film's white hot core around whose defiant intelligence and sensual athleticism Aliens was built. And uh, they're not wrong, in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> So, okay, the film received two Academy Awards uh, for Best Sound Effects Editing and Best Visual Effects, 
Weaver was also nominated for Best Actress, but lost to Marley Matlin for Children of a Lesser God, which is some bullshit. Um, it also received nominations for Best Original Score, Best Art Director, Best Editing, and Best Sound. And it is now considered by many, one of which is on this podcast right now, to be one of the greatest <laughs> films ever made. And it is also, it's, like we said, been followed by two additional sequels, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, as well as two prequels, Prometheus and Covenant, all of which suck butt. And uh, that's what I've got. <laughs> yeah, I was not a, I was not the biggest of fans of uh, Prometheus or Covenant. No, they're, they're, I mean, there's things about Prometheus I like. Agreed. There Covenant was terrible. Nothing about Covenant I like, except for uh, my my guy. What's his name? Uh, he wrote. He helped write Halloween. Danny McBride oh, is uh, terrible in Covenant. Danny McBride. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I enjoy. Danny McBride. I just enjoy him as a presence. I guess. Yeah, in other movies. <laughs> he needs to get out of my alien film. Actually, you know what? Wasn't I don't James accept- Franco in it too? Am I remembering correctly, or am I just having like a Mandela? I don't thing? remember James Franco in any of these movies. I think James Franco is in one of those. I want to mute myself because I'm almost positive. I want to find out right yeah, now. Yeah, Google it. I mean, I can look it up right now if you want. Is James Franco in Alien Covenant? Uh, he is Branson. I was right. Oh, I knew it. Really? I have blocked that shit out. I've never seen that movie because I heard it was It's terrible. There are fire. some very cool death sequences in that movie. It's so bad. <laughs> It's so bad. I was, I, like, I, there have only been a handful of times I was in a movie theater and actively angry, and one of them was for Covenant. I, there was a couple times. One for me was Alien versus Predator Requiem. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that one, that, that, that entire movie, I was just upset the whole time, because I liked AVP, and the sequel See, I was have, just... I... I got it swapped. I liked Alien Requiem because I thought it was so oh, mean. Man. Like when they go into the nursery and there's like all the pregnant ladies that are exploded. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Okay. Was that okay for background? It wasn't too long. That was no, Rachel. I love it. Like, okay. That's like I think one of the I think Justin probably agrees. It's like one of the most fun things is finding out this history behind the games and the movies and like. I just. I would. Sigourney Weaver wanting to make love to an alien, and then you leaving the tease out there that that happens at some point is. I mean, it, you'll look at there. I showed you that, that it's possible. You did show me oh, the God. Independence Day looking flower stomached. Flower stomached. It looks like a giant dick. It it, it does, looks like something. It, it is. It looks like it. It looks like um, a collage. Rachel, I, I have to say, it looks like you own that. Is that a statue you own in your house? I'm not. I didn't come on here to be judged. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it looks like it's in a nice little yeah, glass you case. Know what? That's actually a really good point. It, and you came up with that, that picture very fast, so you must not hate this. I didn't say uh, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Like I, I mean, I don't know. I mean. It's not like this is the first time we've seen like a giant vagina like creature in the alien franchise. I mean, look at a look at I mean there's a, like the same sort of genitalia turducken on the bottom of the the face huggers, you know. Oh, like, oh yeah, the, the face huggers absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like especially watching it this time in this yeah. movie, it was very very clear. Well, this one appears to be a penis inside labia. Oh, yeah. it looks something special is what it looks like. <laughs> it looks alien. Yeah. There you go. Oh, right. Justin is good. 
Okay, Mars. I think it's your turn. I have a stopwatch. Are you ready to give me a 60-second plot summary of this film? Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. Full disclosure, I wrote it down, but I haven't timed it. So oh, I have good. no you idea. It's this, all good. Babe. Justin and I have not done well in our last couple, so you are amongst good company. All right. I'm so I don't know why these make me nervous. Like, what's okay. gonna go wrong? You know what? Honestly, we've been doing this for like three plus years. It still makes me nervous. So don't yeah, worry it's because they install the like... trap door in your your recording closet. If you if you don't make it, they're just gonna <laughs> drop you. Yeah, I get kicked from the podcast if I don't make it in sixty seconds. Oh. Oh, Larry, that's actually not a bad idea. We just start doing that. <laughs> it's just gonna be every week whoever wasn't doing it doing the podcast alone. <laughs> All right, Mars. Three, two, one. You can go. Uh, yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Go. Ripley and Jonesy have been in stasis for 57 years when they're discovered and rescued by a scavenging crew. Wayland Yutani doesn't believe her about the aliens, and they started a terraforming colony on the Exomoon. They lose communication with the colony, and Burke convinces Ripley to go with them as a consultant. On the Exomoon, they find signs of fighting, but no people, and they also find two live facehuggers and tanks and Newt, a little girl hiding in the floor. The Marines eventually find the colonists all cocooned and being used as facehugger incubators. Adult aliens show up, and it's all bad. The dropship tries to save them, but there's an alien on it, and it crashes, and it's game over, man. Turns out Burke told the colonists to investigate the ship for alien eggs because he wants to turn them for profit. Bishop goes to fix the cooling system before it destroys them all and to remote pilot the last dropship to save them. Someone traps Ripley and Newt with the now-released facehuggers. Ripley accuses Burke of trying to get them impregnated in order to smuggle aliens back to Earth. But then the power goes out and the aliens attack and it's all bad again. Newt gets chaptered. Ripley, Hicks, and Bishop reach the dropship, but Ripley goes back for Newt. Newt is a cocoon, but Ripley saves her and then they meet the alien queen and Ripley sets everything on fire and the alien queen's butt falls off and she chases them. They escape on the dropship, but alien queen stood away on it. Bishop gets torn in half. Ripley and alien queen fight. Alien queen goes out the airlock. Everyone goes into hypersleep for the ship back to Earth. Aliens. Yeah! That was so good. That was glorious. Yeah. That, was <laughs> that awesome. is a top three, if not like top two ever. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> like it's game it, over. It, it's man. up there. <laughs> it, it, it's up there for when Rachel came on for Suspiria and did her sixty second summary. Oh, God, oh I man! I, I felt like she had a lot of pressure because she didn't know like who Justin and I were. So I thought she was like she really brought it. I think that's like probably one and two. Would you agree, Justin? You oh, absolutely! Way too nice to include me, you guys. <laughs> if you want to know, I am physically shaking. <laughs> I don't think I. I think I didn't breathe that whole time. <laughs> Just like <laughs> it was incredible. Okay, so plot. Um, as, as long as no one has any. Um, objections, Rachel. I would like you to lead the way in all the categories. Oh, so okay. The f- <laughs> it, it's your favorite film. It, it 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 is the only it is only right. So, tell us about your feelings of the plot. Okay. So I mean, obviously I'm extremely biased. So you're gonna just hear me like shouting ten, ten, tens across. The I board. gave I gave the faculty and Blair Witch perfect scores. You're you're in a safe space. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. I'm glad that uh, yes, excellent. So to me, I, I was as I was watching, I've watched this so many times that every time I watch it, I feel like I get something new out of it. And I was mm-hmm. thinking about how this. I know that the this is a loaded term um, to use elevated as you know amongst poor <laughs> company, but to me, this is kind of like the elevated version of action sci-fi, 80s action sci-fi. It has all mm-hmm. of these sort of like trappings of machismo and some of the, the 
in my opinion, very charming schlock of that area. But at its core, it actually has some really interesting things to say about, you know, corporate culture and the greed of the 80s and PTSD in a post-Vietnam world, you know, world, motherhood, complicated things about motherhood, as well as femininity and masculinity and sort of where those two things meet. And in some ways, I think it is both perfectly of its time as well as ahead of its time. And that's really added to this sense of timelessness that I think that this movie, aside from maybe some of the special effects, which we'll get into, like it feels like a, in some ways a very timeless film. Um, I would agree with that. One of the things I was very impressed by right away is how um, Velasquez was treated as a character Mm -hmm. like they definitely acknowledged her femininity Mm -hmm. but they also like treated her like one of the guys which i think is i I thought was great because it was like it wasn't sexist in the way they approached her it was just like literally she was like one of them and like a leader amongst them and i really really appreciated that yeah yeah like they had a lot of respect and admiration for her and like there i do feel like there was a lot of space for women in this very typically macho I mean, it's the marines right yeah right yeah but you had like a female pilot you had vasquez you had um the medic was a woman so yeah i ripley <laughs> and obviously ripley oh god i gotta tell you guys i cry every time i watch this movie and i cry oh, wow. i cry multiple times in this movie because i am so Where? moved by it i cry when it starts just because i'm like oh my god i love this movie so much <laughs> and i cry I, I i cry when she like takes control and like drives the 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 tank into the building after them and i cried during i the did power really fight. love that sequence yes. i did really like that sequence yeah when she says when she's like get away from her you bitch i'm like so yeah so don't say anything mean about my movie i'm just kidding yeah i mean i like that it it's an extension of how ripley is sort of a working class hero in the first film and she still is that same kind of working class person like when we meet her obviously she's in a bad situation because they the you know everything that's happened with the corporation kind of like pulling all of her licensing and stuff but we get Mm -hmm. to know her on a like a deeper more core level in this movie and and i think that's one of the strengths of this is like it really does this movie does really seem to care about the internal life of ripley um yeah yeah I don't know. We'll get into the motherhood stuff because I know like people have complicated feelings about what they think about the introduction of that. But you'll be surprised right to learn. That, OK, well, I mean, I think a lot of people complain about her being relegated to motherhood in this movie. Like they don't want to see that feels like stereotypical. And like there's I've seen some critiques about like how this is a Reagan era film and blah, blah, blah. I, I do not engage with this. But okay. I disagree because I think too often women are expected to pick a lane. Like, are you a our mother or are you still the hero of your own narrative and Mm -hmm. what i like about the ripley character is she does not make that choice she embodies both she is a caretaker for newt she is a caretaker eventually for the entire marine squad but she is never sidelined or decentered in her own narrative and in the end it's her that is facing off against the alien queen at you know while the rest of the characters are sidelined and too often what happens is you have this like very powerful female character that gets sidelined and a in order to allow the hero's journey to be completed. And that never happens to her in this. 
Um, and I think that's a really, really good point too, because I definitely see the idea of like motherhood and all that. Yeah. Therapy. I mean, it's it's very apparent, but at the same time, like from my perspective of watching it and my kind of perspective more broadly too is like there is no reason why it has to be a or b it can be both right. and i felt like in this film like ripley did kind of act maternally towards the marines towards newt um but like that didn't diminish Mm-mm. her like quote-unquote masculine strength or whatever like like going out and kicking ass and fighting and defending what she believed in and being the one to take the risk to go grab newt and save her mm-hmm. like it, it, it can be both it should be both like like there's no reason why it can't be both so i i guess i get to see what people are saying but i just personally yeah have to say i disagree a lot yeah with that kind of take mm-hmm. also this movie has so many incredible characters in it <laughs> it really does yeah, it that was really... impressive mm-hmm. I, i'm you know i have like lots more to say but i don't want to i would like to know what you guys think about it. i'm dying to hear i've been waiting okay uh mars you're next uh i mean as per usual i agree with everything that's been said already but i mean like one of my favorite things about it is yeah the characters i love the i mean i feel like it's one of those group dynamics that you don't see a whole Mm -hmm. lot in movies where it's like they have the stereotypical way they would treat people and i you know i loved that as much as they give each other shit you know but it's like the friendly you know and like Mm -hmm. Vasquez had her best friend and like you know and I loved I loved watching those kind of dynamics between these characters because you don't really see that kind of interaction a whole lot um but one of the things that I really love about this movie is that it's it seems like most of the time it's such a dicey choice sequels Mm -hmm. you know like it seems like it's it always feels like this or you know the majority of the time it feels like the second movie is Either it's just not as good, so it just doesn't seem, it seems like a letdown, or it doesn't fit quite as well, or, you know, whatever. But this movie, I feel like, is such a good fit to the first Mm -hmm. one, to being the one that follows up. And I know it starts, you know, we find out that it's not immediately after the first movie, right? She's been floating in space with Jonesy for 57 years (laughs) or whatever. But, like, like, I kind of love that. I love that they find her and they wake her up, and it's been a long Mm -hmm. time. A lot of shit has happened. And it just fits so well, I feel to the sequel and i i don't know it's something that i really appreciate because i feel like sometimes sequels tend to miss the mark a bit yeah but uh this is one of those sequels that i'm like i'm excited happened i'm happy Mm -hmm. it happened it's just it suits the first one so well and it continues that story so well well you know then there's the rest of them but (laughs) at least the sequel (laughs) correct (laughs) yeah this one has great world building right because it it it, it really expands the alien in mythos in a lot of ways that i think are interesting like we got we knew that the corporation we knew Whalen yutani was no good because like you know all crew are expendable is not not exactly the best corporate culture but Mm -hmm. it was it was interesting (laughs) to be in the boardroom with them in this way and the way that they like bait her and then use that to dismiss like to dismiss her which will allow them to like basically make a very capitalist move and be like okay how do we monetize this Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really great. the The takedown of corporate culture in this is one of my favorite sort of themes of the film, and the and the franchise. Honestly, even the shitty ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Justin, what about, what about you? Oh, sorry, uh, just finished this. Get away from her, you bitch! Assholes and assholes, come on! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to add anything to that because, I, I mean, 
I, I think everything that has been said so far is, I mean, that's what it is. Uh, uh, w- uh, one of my favorite things that hasn't been mentioned, though, is like the way we see Ripley interact with, um, oh my God, Bishop yes. at the start of the movie and kind of like mm-hmm. her evolving relationship with him, even to the end where she's like, I still don't trust him. Then obviously he comes through at the last minute. She thinks he's kind of pulled an, an almost ash on them, yes. but ends up, he ends up kind of coming back and like changing her mind about okay maybe it was just that one synthetic like back i forget what the model is hyperdyne which i think is a reference to cyberdyne oh interesting. like i wonder okay. if in in cameron's mind this is like distant future terminator if once john connor is successful <laughs> i mean there is definitely like we'll, we'll get into it in cinematography but there's definitely a couple scenes that i was like oh man that's definitely like a terminator shot well, you see the like the <laughs> terminator like, hmm. james yeah. cameron lightning <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair well even when she's like driving the the the, the um the apc mm-hmm. uh, and it's like cutting to all those shots I'm like oh man i'm getting real like terminator 2 yeah. vibes uh, but it, honestly like one of my favorite things in this movie is kind of all the emotions that ripley brings into yes. this because i mean she is literally the only one who has dealt with it mm-hmm. before and like especially at the start when nobody's taking her seriously. And like the second they find out, it's like, oh, well, it's too late. Like you should have listened. It's wild to me how well her sort of emotion-based performance blends with some of the like, like I said, like schlocky 80s action stuff. But it works. Yeah. well, And it's weird because it is like, um, sorry, I'm horrible with names. Sorry, describe Um, them. I will know. (laughs) <laughs> uh hudson mm-hmm. i believe he's like very over the top mm-hmm. and and like you said like sci-fi schlocky mm-hmm. compare and like when he is right beside ripley it's it's wild that those two can like be on the screen and be so compelling mm-hmm. because i honestly think if it was like any other movie they would be like it would be like two genres almost butting totally. heads but it work it, it it blends so well here, and I mean, she, you know, uh, Sigourney Weaver does have like a very emotional, like her, uh, Ripley is very emotional through this mm-hmm. movie, and understandably so. I mean, she literally woke up from hell, and she's basically going right back into it. But I, I don't know. I, I actually really enjoy her. I mean, obviously, at the start of the movie, we find out that her daughter d- died two years ago, right? So she's kind of. That's in the that's in she, the extent that's in the special edition. I was gonna say I don't remember that. Yeah, it's, that's <laughs> one okay, of the scenes well, that's cut in the special edition. Oh, or okay. Af- like cut from the special edition. Never mind then. I won't. I mean, it's great. <laughs> I'm glad I know that exists in terms of like continuity for Alien Isolation. <laughs> which Justin yeah, wink yeah. wink hint hint. Oh, actually, speaking of which, I did try the uh, VR mod for that game, and it immediately immediately made me want to throw up. It's very bad. Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, but you've got three people on yeah. here that are all like, "Please play, please play, please play." I know, Wait, I know. I, we I got all a couple did it. Of, hey, <laughs> hey, I am going to play through Phasmophobia in VR. We'll play yes. some Phasmophobia in VR, yes. and I, I'm already worried about. I believe you called it poutining my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great term. I'm going to use it from now on. Uh, um, but back to the plot. I mean, I honestly, I, I really, 
like aliens. I actually like aliens better than I like alien. And I, I like, I, I really do think it's probably the best movie in the franchise uh, because you get into three and beyond and it's yeah, not, not, not to say th- like, I, I kind of agree with you. Three is not bad. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's very interesting. And I, I, and I think it's definitely worth a watch, mm-hmm. but I think you need to, when you go into it, you need to know you're not going to get an aliens or an alien, right? It's, it's something kind of completely on its yeah. own. Yeah, I mean, that's where they introduce the idea that an alien, like, takes on the shape of whatever it gestates in, kind of. Oh, yeah. interesting. That's why the yeah. ones in Prometheus and stuff look so different. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, any, anyways, honestly, like, I, I I agree with everything that was said, and I, I think that, I mean, this movie's got one hell of a strong plot, mm-hmm. so I, I don't think there's, like, a ton negative you really can say about it. I mean, obviously, mm. up to everybody's discretion, but one of the best, I feel very strongly that this is fantastic. One of the best betrayal scenes ever, too. When Oh, with, with Burke? Uh, just like the Ooh. monitor flicking up? When he turns yeah. that monitor off, you're like, you son of a bitch. Oof. Never trust a company man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Larry. Well, what about you, Larry? How do you, how do you feel about this movie? Oh, God. So I want to make it very clear oh, I like this movie. Okay. I do. And everything you guys said, like, you guys really covered a lot. So even though I'm coming out with a con, it's not because I was mad. I just think that this is the natural progression of the conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An issue that I have with this movie, and again, I have I had only just seen Alien recently, is, and this is probably going to be more of a conversation piece when we get to how scary. A lot of the tension wasn't there for me Mm. it seemed like a lot of it seemed like they made a lot of dumb mistakes for like the elite units um i can understand like being over over bravado making mistakes and then and that's fine and it's it's more i guess if you brought in this elite team of alien of uh, colonial marines, I guess I would have expected them to have held their own a little bit better. It was also, I guess, very convenient that they had a brand new lieutenant kind of leading them on this really like big adventure or mission for Wayland Dutani. Like it, it, which I think allowed them for that giant massacre at the very beginning to kind of take place. I guess I, I just like I expected these seasoned war veterans to have held their own a little bit. The silence is killing me, guys. Killing me. <laughs> Again, I literally said you guys covered all the pros. I just wanted to I bring mean, a con that I well, had. They took away most of their weapons for one, mm-hmm. like because they were underneath the coolant thing, right? So mm-hmm. they like already like a lot of what they had in their favor was taken from them so they were like disarmed largely but also they've never come up against anything like this i think if you put an elite team in a situation like this where there are aliens they've never seen coming out of the walls they they're not showing up on any of their usual um 
like they're not showing up on what is it radar or uh, yeah uh, motion detector motion... or whatever i mean eventually they get out the motion detectors but the, like none of the tools that they have in order mm-hmm. that makes them an elite team were effective against the the enemy that they're up against and they were like totally ambushed and because they were surrounded by the aliens who were coming out of the walls and invisible so to me it makes sense but like if it didn't Mm -hmm. work for you i'm not going to tell you your opinion is wrong like it's totally subjective but that's why it was not an issue for me and then the other con that i did have uh i felt like the movie did a really good job of like basing the physics consistently until the spaceport door <gasps> same spaceport door at the oh, very yeah. end i mean like that would have like ripped her fucking arm off <laughs> well I mean, no yeah. no, not, not even that just like the fact that she just like kind of climbed on out and then hit the button like why couldn't she just like release the button while she was in there like it was just like a little bit too much and again i am nitpicking only because I think this is going to get a great score. I, I know it is. But I want to set up for cinematography, which I think you, you guys have already hinted at, and then how scary. Mm-hmm. See, that that's wild to me. Uh, mo- mostly because, like, basically every time I get to the end of this movie, uh-huh. I, I'm i just like, <laughs> to this day, I still, like, cheer and clap when she's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, yeah, woo. <laughs> I, I, I guess I'll just. When that's happening. I'll kind of, I'll, I'll kind of, I won't bury the leaves and Justin said it. I liked Alien better than this. They're very different movies. They are very different movies. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, and they're both great. So I think it's, you know, whatever. You can have, people can have a preference. Like, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, no, Rachel. Listen, I mean, for me, this was the first one. I saw this one first. And oh, I, really? I saw it at about the time, I was like close to Newt's age when I saw it. Oh, okay. So, like, it was the first time I had seen anything this, in my opinion, scary. This was, I like, it was sure. a challenge that I gave myself. I, I watched the, I watched the edited for TV version, which is basically what the special version is. So there's a scene that is cut from it that I kept waiting for it to show up, and then I thought I was a genius and I had invented it, but it, mm. it just had been, oh. it was just the TV version. But I think so. To me, this was like my this is the pure alien experience for me because this was my first movie, and then I watched the other one and I was like, "Fuck, I love this too" for different reasons. Yeah. Um, but it was like the first time I had seen a butch on screen. It was like the first time that I had seen a character. I mean, Ripley created that mold, and so like she yeah. is such a a huge influence on me. I was very into Newt as a kid because I was like close to her age, um, and so I think there is probably some degree of why this one is more my favorite than the other is because it like it was my first alien experience but i love aliens so i totally get why someone would be like this is my favorite and and we're going to be reviewing predator here soon on the podcast awesome and i i think the reason in particular the military stuff kind of sticks for me is like these movies aliens and alien and predator came out like very similar at similar times and i think for me it worked a little bit better with Schwarzenegger's team, like, like how they were kind of taken apart by the Predator as a part, as opposed to how this 
Colonial Marine team was just shredded. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. that just works a little bit better for me. I do think that this one is getting at different things in that. Like, that one is, like, pure 80s, like, machismo, and I fucking love mm-hmm. it. I'm, that is no yeah. way a criticism. It is it is not – it is a feature, not a bug. Like, I love It that. is testosterone straight into your veins. 100%. <laughs> Whereas this one, I think, is trying to, like, kind of have some degree of commentary, like, post-Vietnam. Uh-huh. Like, it's like these – military people that are coming in they're like totally uh, they they have the technological upper hand and then just get taken apart by like different tactics right in addition to that i also feel like this is much more critical of 80s culture even though it definitely like has a lot of the trappings of it like the i do feel like there's like an anti-capitalist message in this and there's like an anti-establishment message in this whereas Mm -hmm. like it's not the military that can come in and do this it's not like being trained by the military that sets you up to be able to you know push back against this like insane for like intergalactic force right um it's actually like the average person who has the a particular skill set and i think like there you can't you can't count on the system or the establishment to protect you like as an individual you have to it's very like it's it's a little what's the word i'm looking for Mm, individualistic but but I don't know. I, I think that there's two, like, very different messages that are being told by the movie. I think you're meant to see the military as, like, you know, not as a villain, but not necessarily yeah. as the end-all, be-all force, you know? Yeah, I think for that's sure. intentional. Justin and Mark, you guys are killing me. You're killing us. I'm, I'm being quiet. <laughs> I you guys I mean, pop in. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm, I'm trying to give the floor to... The first watch and the like beloved. I know, watch, but I'm right? talking so, way too much. Please. That's no, that's okay. <laughs> hey. I agree with you about the airlock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if we have nothing else to say, we can go to cinematography, but first we need scores. So for plot, I gave it an eight. Justin? Uh nine and a half. Rachel? Like you have to ask. And <laughs> Mars. I, let me guess ten. <laughs> 10. Sorry, was it me? Okay. <laughs> okay, perfect. So, like I said, that is literally the exact same score I, had, I gave Alien because I had issues with Alien 2. So, I just I just felt like all the pros had kind of been covered in their own way. So, I thought I would be the one to, oh, fuck, to discuss have to look at my scores now on Drive. You got me. Gotta I look thought up I was going like, to get to hear scored you talk about how much you love Hudson. Like, I got none of that. <laughs> That is coming in audio. Okay, Do not okay, worry. Okay, okay. My boy Hudson is going to get it because I – yes. Because he was also in uh, Predators. Wait, we're – that's – okay. All right. I think Bill Paxton uh, before... is in like all of James Cameron's movies. He was in Terminator. Was he in Terminator I've never too? seen Terminator. Yeah. You've never seen Terminator? I haven't seen any of the Terminator movies. Oh, my God. Larry! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you need to see fucking Terminator. It's so good. It's like a cyberpunk noir. It's amazing. I mean, I like Arnold. I have no reason why I haven't. I just, I haven't. We should find a reason to watch Terminator 1 and 2. Yeah, like, <laughs> stop recording. Let's go watch it right now. <laughs> Cinematography. Rachel, again, mm-hmm. the floor is yours. Pros, cons, whatever you want to talk okay. about. Um, So I think that there's definitely some moments here where you can see the seams due to the age of the movie like there's some some moments where you're like okay this is 
whatever predated green screen, right? But so that oof, that wasn't what bothered me. Here we go with there the was... cons right off the top. <laughs> well, you started with the con. I was just joining in. I, I'm just giving you shit. Go for it. The xenomorphs. <laughs> the xenomorphs killed me. They really did. Not the queen. The queen was fantastic uh-huh. and did a lot of saving, but like. The swarming of the xenomorphs and the way they moved in comparison to the original, mm. to me, like, it, it ruined almost the horror of the xenomorph from the first film. That's interesting. I do like, they looked sh- like They looked like guys in suits. Yeah. I think you should go back that. and watch the first one. <laughs> The first one was rough. It's like uh, very much a guy in a suit, like to the point where they had to like a lot of the shots that are in the movie are ones that they took surreptitiously because he kept trying to like turn on the razzle dazzle. Like they the, the the actor in the suit kept trying to be like, hey, whoa. So they had to like surreptitiously shoot him. Am I misremembering yeah. then, Justin? Because like, I, I, oh, absolutely! These are so I think the much aliens more in this, animalistic yes. in this one. Like, I, I yeah, like, they are like aliens in again, this one. Maybe I need to watch Alien again too because I felt the same. Okay, way. thank you, Mars. Thank you for being here. I, I, I would encourage validated. everyone to watch Alien as many times as as early and often. But I, I have it on Blu-ray, so I can definitely go back and watch you it. Should. And like, I was telling Rachel, every single Alien film except for Aliens is available to watch on Amazon Prime. Weird. That is weird. Uh, weird. Yeah. So I, and again, I will go back and rewatch, and maybe I'll make an addendum in later in a later episode. But I just really felt like the like the hive sequence and some of the times like they were moving like under like it felt way. It kind of ruined like the the feel of the xenomorph that I remember fondly from the first one. Maybe I'm misremembering but that's kind of my vibe again subjective like you feel how you feel i Mm personally i do not share those feelings i actually think this is like peak xenomorph movement okay because after this it's like pretty much all except for well not resurrection where it's definitely not cgi it's very physical um (laughs) the rest of the movies are all cgi aliens this is the last time we get this type of xenomorph like this style of xenomorph practical and to me, this is peak alien. To me. Okay. In my subjective okay. opinion. Um, but I, I, what I was going to say is this, like, I think the set design is really incredible in this. I love the aesthetic. I feel like it, even though it is altered from that, like, you know, um, very 70s future design of the first one, it makes sense because we're like 50 years in the future that the style would change. And I feel like there's enough reference point to that original that you can see sort of the progression the other thing and not I... only that but like i also like i was kind of mentioning before i think before we started recording maybe the very beginning is that like i am happy that they didn't just like jump the shark and just use the best technology that was available to them at the time like they kept it grounded mm-hmm. you know what i mean like they moved it forward but not so much where it like broke the, the belief that this is the same world mm-hmm. as alien yeah which i really appreciated yeah i agree and the game does it too, which I didn't realize, obviously, because I played oh, the game yeah. before, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was just very cool to see. Like, this is just the aesthetic that is associated right. with 
the alien universe mm-hmm. and i i really appreciate that yeah which makes me kind of question covenant and oh it's terrible <laughs> prometheus yeah. <laughs> it's their prequels yeah it's like all of a sudden it's like dark apple store everywhere like, yeah <laughs> I, 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 not a fan not a fan I, I love the lived-in feeling of this this one um totally agree and i love the uh, that they reintroduced the all of the very anatomical geiger style stuff when you get into the hive and you realize that wasn't necessarily just the the ship that they were in with the you know the space jockey ship but that some of that is actually like almost like how wasps create nests and they're like very intricately made like this is how this creature makes its nest i thought was yeah was really i i think is really cool um yeah i don't know i i love all the like kind of bad special effects in this and i love all the really good special effects in this. i just love this movie so clearly i'm biased you're totally fine and bishop getting torn in half is awesome <laughs> that was fan- that was well, honestly the last what the last 15 20 minutes that entire sequence was fantastic mm-hmm. like even my complaints about like the space portal opening and her being able to climb out like that's like minuscule like the whole sequence is so cool and, like bishop saving newt from getting sucked down and like Obviously, I'm a very big fan of Community, so I knew it was an alien reference because Abed was dressed as a xenomorph. Mm-hmm. But to kind of see it and to see that it was like very epic and awesome, and that they build it up like it was like it's so cool because they mentioned how she was working in the docks, and then they go there and she gets in the suit and is able to do it. And then we have this big reveal. She goes out and fights the the xenomorph queen in the mech suit. It was just great, and, I, it, and it looked great. I, I, I thought that you said the set design was fantastic. I liked the guns. I thought the, the firefights were really cool. I loved so much how, like, if they shot the shotgun in the alien's mouth and the blood, like, they, they, they took damage. Like, I love that because that shows a lot of foresight, and it shows that, like, Cameron was aware of where characters were in relation to, like, the blowback. Mm-hmm. And I, I really really like a lot of the way cameron staged sequences in this movie i mean it makes sense because that's kind of what like, james cameron is a good director like titanic is one of my favorite movies ever and i and he does stuff like that and i think that you can see it here and i, I also just like the way that he frames some of the, like the the female characters in a way that shows their femininity but not in a way that sexualizes them, if that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. Like, like Ripley is walking around in her underwear, but it's not like fucking Joss Whedon, who would like be up her ass with the mm-hmm. camera. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 100%. 100%. So I, I, I appreciate that because it goes back to what you're talking about in plot, Rachel, where I have like we have these like females and like in a more like male situation, but they aren't being judged for that. And even though they, in Ripley's case, takes on this more maternal role, like, James Cameron as a with a with the with the camera lens isn't like forcing her or subjecting her in a way that we have seen other directors do it. It's, so it's very progressive for its time, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I love the the two scenes where we have those sort of like reveals where the when the queen comes out of the elevator and she's just like emerging from shadow, and then yep. we have kind of a mirroring scene with Ripley inside the power loader again. That's and I, I just cry. love when Ripley turned around and the Queen Xenomorph was there. That yeah. was so well done Mm -hmm. it was so well done Mm -hmm. or when newt is in the sewer and the xenomorph comes up behind her like there are just some very very good like 
cinematic moments in this movie and or like when the i'm not sure which uh colonial marina was but like they're standing there and they get this out of the hr geiger wall comes a xenomorph mm-hmm. and it was just yes there's like a lot was my guess who yeah. you're talking about yeah there are just a couple of very was really well thought out set pieces that allow for some really cool sequences to take place like how do we know that there were two face huggers in the room with ripley and newt because they literally said it earlier so it was i don't know it's just a it's like brilliant writing paired with like really great Mm -hmm. like storytelling by cameron and i don't know i i think the cinematography even though again i do think the xenomorphs to me when they're en masse don't look very good uh, I think the set pieces and the way that Cameron shoots it, uh, I think is brilliant. I, I was, I really liked it. So that way I can't be the one who comes in with the cons since I've already been accused of that. So Martha, Justin, your turn. Um, I'm just going to say that you literally took all the good stuff. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. I, I mean, it's, it's honestly, I, I think it is really well done. And I, I know you, like you said, you mentioned the, the space portal thing. Yeah. I enjoy that part just cause I'm like, by that point, I'm like, I just want her to win, so <laughs> it's okay. Um, I mean, obviously, the power loader scene is like iconic. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was, I was, I was missing my ABBA though. I won't lie. You guys have watched you, what? in in the community when Troy comes out and fights in his mech suit. It's to oh, ABBA. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. Reference. Okay, continue, Justin. I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. Um, I mean, it's hard because I, I think that even your con is something I like. Okay. I like the xenomorphs in this. I, I think that in the original, it was very, it was a lot like, it was a lot more stiff. It, I, I, I don't know. I, I like the on mass. Like I like the thought of like being overwhelmed by odds. Oh, I, I um, do too. I, it's just, it didn't look good. To oh, me. I think like, it looked even amazing. When looking like when they when they're in the room and they're trying to figure out how they're coming in, and they look when when Hicks looks up and sees them coming through the vent, like that didn't even work for you. Oh my god, that that no, part is that amazing. amazing. It didn't. I love that part. It didn't. That was one of the scenes in particular that I really didn't like. Oh my gosh, oh, man. Same. Thank you, Mars. God bless you for being here. (laughs) Thank you, Justin. God bless you. (laughs) Thank you. You know what, Rachel? It's okay. We We know know we're the right one, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) You guys want to give a score? Move on to audio. Mars, do you have any cons? Uh, I mean, or pros. Pros are also welcome. Um, I mean, all the thing. I mean, pretty much everybody covered it. I love when the xenomorphs come out of the wall because it's that hiding in yep. plain sight mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. where you don't see it till they move, and you're like, "Oh shit, that was there the whole time." And I love that how they blended them into the set so well, and I think it was super effective. Um, I do agree with. I don't love the way they move. I don't Thank know. You. I don't know. It just it looked too much like people in costumes mm-hmm. to me but it was one of those things where it's like i love this movie so much that i'm willing to accept it and overlook it and i don't care mm-hmm. but it is something that it is something that i see also that i'm like eh. wait until you get to cg but both of you wait until you get to cgi aliens oh. you'll you'll want the men to come well back. i'm not saying it's the worst xenomorph i'm just saying <laughs> so it's not, not my worst. favorite you haven't seen the dog yet <laughs> Oh, there's a dog. <laughs> oh, there's oh, a dog. Oh no! Do we see a face hugger go through a dog? We do. Oh, I'm out. 
We're done. <laughs> oh. I ain't got it in me. I know. All right. Uh, so now that Justin saved me, so I didn't skip over Mars. Sorry about that. Uh, cinematography scores. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I gave it an eight and a half. Justin. Oh, I gave it a ten. Should I ask you, Rachel? Tens across the board. Okay, and Mars. <laughs> I also gave it an eight and a half. Okay, perfect. Audio. Um, I'm not sure who wants to go first. All I will say. Uh, I, I can. I can go first because I actually have a question. Okay. For oh, geez. Rachel. Okay, I'm on the spot. I won't let you down, Jody. So, how do you think this would have been a drastically different movie if, um, oh, what's his name, James Remar kept his role? And didn't get arrested. James Remar supposed to be in this movie? Was he supposed to be? Yeah. Was he supposed to be Hicks? Uh, yeah. Ooh, that man, would have been that's... interesting. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the chemistry between Sigourney Weaver and and Michael Bean is so hot. I would be sad to see that go. Yeah. Well, exactly. I that's agree. why I'm not sure. Like, but I, I feel like James it would Remar. be a complete. I could see him in like a too. Gorman role or like a Drake role, but. Mm, interesting. But not. But like Michael Bean is my Hicks. Right, like I feel like it would have been like a completely different role mm-hmm. if it was James. Like Remar. I don't know that I would have bought that vibe. I wonder, yeah. I don't know, like Dexter's dad. mid mid eighties James Remar though. I mean, like, is he a handsome gentleman to this day? Yes, but I don't know. There's something. There's a twinkle to Michael Bean's eye that, like, it's the same thing he has as Kyle Reese. You know, like I just, I just yeah. really like him. I won't lie. The the first time I watched this, I thought they like I yeah. Sorry, no. Go, ahead, they go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. No. Go ahead. Go, what? Go, go for it. Tell oh, me now. No. 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 You're good. Go for it. <laughs> Cut that out. No, I'll leave Justin. I didn't realize. I didn't realize. I didn't realize they were the same actor. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh man, those two must be brothers. No, oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, have you seen uh what's the one where the other james cameron movie where he gets the like depth sickness like the the deep sea like pressure sickness um the sphere no it's a uh, fuck it was in my head like one minute ago where they like it doesn't matter cut this <laughs> <laughs> is it a james yes, cameron it's, movie it's yes it has um Mary you know Elizabeth around what? Antonio and Do you know around when it came in? Mm. Oh, the Abyss. Is the, it the, the Abyss. abyss. Yeah, Michael Bean is so scary in the Abyss. Scary. He, Interesting. He, I don't he, remember he's like the Abyss. Cu- cutting the his arm way. underneath the table because he's like got the psychosis from being in. No. Oh you don't remember no! The I I don't think I've seen the Abyss. Where they like yeah that movie's that movie's good. That movie's good. Anyway, um, okay. I don't even remember what we were talking about, but yes, Michael Bean. I, I James Yeah, Dream I mean like I like James basically. I mean listen. I he's great. I like Dexter, I like the Warriors, but Michael Bean is oh, thank my, you. Michael Bean is I love my, the Warriors. It's great, right? <laughs> it's such a good movie. Man, surprisingly enough, have you played the PS two game The no, Warriors? Is it, good? it is like one of the best PS two When you if if when you pop the disc in it doesn't start with come out and play, I'm I'm calling shenanigans. Just you you need okay. to play it. It, they re-released it on PS4. Okay. I'm down for it. Like you need to play. Trust me. Okay. Trust me. It is so I good. Trust All right. So back to aliens. Sorry. Uh, since I am the one tasked with keeping us on track. <laughs> the you, impossible task. You monsters. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say I will. Ha- I will accept and not allow any 
negative things to be said about private hudson that might be one of my most favorite characters in all of film ever so bill paxton was very concerned that everyone would hate him and he was like everybody is just gonna want my character to die nope and he also apologized between takes to uh Carrie Hen, who plays Newt for all the swearing. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> all right. One more Bill Paxton on set. Fun fact. Okay. So, sorry. I know I'm the worst, but you... you're good. Okay. Go, go, go. So You're're that great. scene where Bishop does the thing with the knife in yeah. the original script, he just does it to himself. But James Cameron's like, no, we need something more. We need like an exclamation on this. Let's have you put your hand over Bill Paxton's hand. They did not tell him they were going to do it. They just did it. <gasps> Wait, that was real hands when they did that? Yes. I mean, they sped up, the, obviously sped up the, the tape or whatever, but, like, he really did that, and he accidentally nicked Bill Paxton's pinky. Oh! So, like, when he's like, yeah! Like, that is his actual reaction to what they're doing. They're oh, holding him there. My lord. <laughs> that, that makes that whole scene a little bit different. It's kind of great. It kind of makes more sense when they grab him and he's like, what? what yeah, it does. You need to hold like, me. So I thought it was just wonderful acting, but that was real. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So I, I thought Bill Paxton killed it. Yep. Um, and it goes without saying Sigourney Weaver reprising her role as Ripley was just great. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Newt was great. I think sometimes child actors kind of get poo-pooed on, but I thought she did a really great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-oh. Justin? Oh, sorry. There was oh, yeah. Cat. Sorry, Leela is. Leela has cat. entered the sorry. chat. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I thought Justin said, well, and I was like, uh-oh. Maybe, maybe he... Oh, no. I, 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 no. No, absolutely okay. not. I completely mm-hmm. agree. Um, but no, I, I, I thought I thought it was really, really great. I One thing I want to point out um, that really took me aback, and I kind of made a joke about it earlier, when Ripley fights the alien queen in the mech suit, mm-hmm. there's no, like, score going on. Mm-hmm. And just I the sound of that love tail. that the absence of the sound and just the suit in the xenomorph, like I don't know it. I I re and it's it's very weird to be in the audio section and talking about like <laughs> an extended sequence where there is no score for this like epic moment. Like you think of Star Wars, right? You get Duel of the Fates, which just elevates the whole thing to the next level. But here it's just like there's nothing, and it just makes it so much better. And I thought I don't know I. This is definitely, for me, the, the best category. I had nothing negative at all to say. I thought it was brilliant across the board. Everyone acted their ass off. Well, I yeah, could... I mean, the sound the sound design of the Alien Queen is one of the standouts in this for me. The hisses mm-hmm. and the sort of um, growls that she makes, the, the, the whipping sound of her tail, and then obviously the sounds of the hydraulics of the of yep. the power loader are just oh, and then the impact as they're fighting oh mm-hmm. it's just so good it's so good and it's just like these two mothers essentially like yeah. fighting for their survival um of their you know by proxy Progeny, child yeah. or their child yeah yeah so it's it's such an intense scene and it, so tense oh so 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 good it, it, it really was well done especially because like when Ripley like confronted the alien queen and like it was like, Hey, like call your people off or I'm gonna kill your your spawn and like, okay. And then she kills the spawn anyway, and it's like, Okay, bitch, I'm coming for you. Well, like, she kills the spawn after she the egg opens. And you see Ripley like, Okay, all right then. Like she tips her head and that's when she starts taking every all the all the things out. Yeah. 
I mean, she was going to nuke it from space anyway, but like then she was like, oh, you're going to open an egg? Oh, bitch. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say a bad, a lot of bad stuff about this, but can we talk about the score? I know we talk about like iconic scores and like how we don't give high scores if it, if it isn't one that like is instantly identifiable or, uh-huh. and I think this to me is an absolutely iconic score. Like, do I you think hear the this? Score, oh, is it, absolutely. Is it, oh, I absolutely. It, it's, it's a Mount Rushmore score. I think so. Yeah. Oh, that makes me happy to hear. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 I very, I would, I would fight to argue that it's up there with, with the likes of Halloween. Cause mm-hmm. I, th- I think Halloween is probably just the most iconic. Um, I do like, like this Mount Rushmore idea. Like it's like Star Wars, Halloween, Alien. Who's the other one? I would Which... say Harry Potter. I mean, that's but a very I iconic kind of, score. I think I'm kind of cheating, giving John Williams all the spots. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 I always do like Mount Rushmore because for me, it's like it's like it's your four top, right? That we don't have to pick your favorite; it's just your four top. I like it. Jurassic. Dra- that's John Williams again. Yeah, got John Williams crushing the game, huh? Oh yeah, him, him, and Hans Zimmer. Um, I would like just... to see some some Danny Elfman in there. I feel like he drops some iconic scores i mean like i will batman? put the batman theme up yeah. there if you want to yeah you won't you will not hear me complain about that yeah um so yeah i i, I totally agree rachel i mean like when justin played it and it's, the thing is it's like it's just like what i love about it so much is like it's like calming but it's like there's something more underneath mm-hmm. and like you want to listen more and that like the the flute or whatever the wind instrument on a i was never in band that kind of kicks in yeah it's no this is this is a top tier thematic Mm -hmm. melody and it 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 deserves its place for sure it creates a sense of like real mystery and there is an alien quality to the score isolation Mm -hmm. i i I, when i feel i feel alone when when you hear that you feel you feel alone At at least i do I'm going to recommend a, a YouTube video and I'll drop it in our chat. But okay. someone put scenes of Alien to the score of Hereditary. And it's Oof, ah. amazing. Ooh. And like, it, do I like Hereditary more, th- the score more? No. But I do think it's really a cool mashup. I highly I would love YouTube. to see that. Please yeah, share that. Yeah. I absolutely will. The other thing I think is really great about this is, like, honestly, the overall sound design of this movie is so great. Like, the sounds of the yeah. pulse rifle, iconic. The sound of I the motion it. detector, iconic. The, the alien sting sound is really, really great. Um, and then, I, like I said, the alien queen noises And are... the, the face huggers and the way they move yeah, and the, the spider quality. And... Noises. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Justin, you were quiet. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, I completely agree. Sorry, I had to. I had to put some laundry because my daughter threw up all over. No. Oh my god, <laughs> Justin, you are having a night. It's okay. It's okay. okay. I, I'm good. keeping us on track, so I'll keep it going. But uh, any last thoughts from anybody on audio? Mm. I I think we could all kind of agree that it's really well done. Okay, so quick, two quick things. First of all, wish there was more Apone. He has the best lines. He's so great. Justin oh, excuse me. The best lines come from my boy Hudson. The best lines are the <laughs> ones exchanged between Hudson and Apone. All right, fair. I'll okay, that. okay, all right. All right. Um, <laughs> I like so it. I'm going to say something critical about the movie. I can't go for Oh, no. Yep. 
it's not going to affect my score, but I, I <laughs> to be intellectually honest, I have to talk about why Vasquez, who like I said, is like a watershed moment. First time I saw a butch on screen, like sexual awakening moment. Love her. She's uh-huh. great. She is a problematic character. <laughs> In that, oh, I hate to say this, but I have to be intellectually honest. Um, okay. She is a white woman who was put in brown face to Ooh. play. Did not know that. Didn't know that. Did not know that either. Woman. <laughs> did not. Did not. Did know not that. know that. Yep. I, I thought it was a. a, yep. well, it's a rough. If you watch Terminator Two, she is the um, foster mother. They had to cover her freckles. Wow, really? Yes. Yes. Oh They had to God. cover her freckles, wow. so they they put her in full body paint, like hours of body paint every day, which is incredibly problematic and very much of its time i still love vasquez i still love the movie but i just like i think it's important because like i would do this for any other movie well i mean we, we didn't out know an issue yeah we, we didn't know wow yeah I, yep. I wouldn't have been able to tell i haven't seen terminator 2 so that oh wow she's like super yeah. white <laughs> sorry I just she's, oh, wow. she's another well, one that's like in all of james cameron's movies Oh yeah, she played an Irish woman in she Titanic. Is, she is a Caucasian. <gasps> Wait, lady. was she like the third class mom yes. who was like tucking the? Oh yes. shit! Oh man! Oh damn! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling. Wow. I, I just I have to be honest. Like it is a problem, and like now that I didn't know that for a very long time either, and now that I see it, like when she's like Mira, Pendejo, I'm like <laughs> a little bit, but. I still love Vasquez. I still think she's important butch representation. Like, like every, you know, like queer gals, we all love Vasquez. So, but I just have to be honest about that. There I, is a very I, big problem. No, here. I, I think that's fair. I'm glad you brought it yeah. up. I would not have known otherwise. I feel educated. Now. Same, same here. <laughs> like it's not going to affect my score at all um, because I, I kind of had it down. I didn't notice, but that is definitely something that I'm happy you brought it up. Okay. All right. You. <laughs> Sorry, I know I, I I know I am the I am the thief of joy <laughs> frequently. <laughs> so I had to just I had to keep it real. I just had no idea. That's crazy. Like why would you I mean she's a great actress, don't get me wrong, but like why would you just make like why couldn't she just be like a white woman then? I don't know. Because it was nineteen eighty six. That's why. That being said, audio what score ten. <laughs> what, 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 what do you mean it was nineteen eighty six? Maybe I I mean, I don't think that same kinds of sensitivities existed, and I don't know that there was as many people of color who were getting roles. Yeah, because of shit like and this. I think representation. Was no, I mean, I mean, like, why didn't James Cameron just leave her as a white woman? Like, why make her? I think he wanted to make Vasquez. I think he liked that character. So fucking weird. Okay. You oh, know what's wow. crazy? Now that you've seen this, and having seen, um, what was the new Zack Snyder zombie movie, Army of the Dead? I haven't seen it yet. Yes. Oh, I mean, it is a remake of this movie. You have seen it. It's just called Alien. <laughs> really? Mm. There's like a Vasquez character to the point where she has like the headband on. She is played by a Latinx actor, though. <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah. Interesting. Who is is Batista Sigourney Weaver? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in. All right, you sold me. We're watching that this weekend too. <laughs> oh, I mean, shit, I'm not trying right. to sell I you on it. I'm just telling you. I am just thinking about that now. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. right. And, like, the other woman is Hicks, and there's, like, a Hudson, and there's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a character who was removed, replaced by another actor. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because he was a yes. child actor, and for some reason yeah. he still isn't in jail, so. 
Really? He's Chris not? Delia? I'm pretty sure he's still walking Dude. around about. He's going to be a great president someday. Okay, oh, so. Oh, Lord. I gave it a 10. I gave it a... We, are, we are running behind schedule now. I gave it a 10. Justin. Oh, 10. Rachel. 10. Mars. Yeah! 10. How scary. So I think this is where I uh, scores are going to differ. Oh, yeah. I think wildly. so. I think there's going to be a, a great divergence, if you will. I agree. And I think I'm probably on the Larry end of it. How dare you? So with Justin? that, Rachel, the floor is yours. Okay. So this is an action sci-fi horror film. And yep. so, like, in the same way that I think you approach a core comedy, like, you have to contextualize it. That being said, when I think back to the first time I watched this, this movie was very scary to me. I think we're all like a little dead inside now. So probably well, we not we, we also make it very clear on our first episode that that matters. Your first experience with it gets factored into the score. Oh well, that's gonna adjust my score then. <laughs> yes, yeah. Your, your your first experience and then your most recent experience, like it, that, uh -huh. all factors in a hundred percent. Yeah, I do think that this for an action film does have some really great tense scenes. I'm thinking about the med bay. I'm thinking about mm -hmm. um, when they're realizing that the aliens have somehow breached their perimeter. Um, I think the hive is really scary. And I think that the, the alien queen and the design of the alien queen is so alien um, that yeah. it touches on like that uncanny valley in your mind right like there or not uncanny valley the because it's so alien it's the opposite of that um that like sort of lizard brain part of your mind where like you are like this is it, it borders on like disgust because it's so alien um but it's also really beautiful i think um so to me i actually think this is for the genre that it belongs in and from my first personal experience a pretty scary movie but okay. I also can understand why others would not. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like harsh or buzz if you don't think it's scary. That's all good. We 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 are allowed to have different opinions on totally. this podcast. Listen to the Last of Us two review, Mars. <laughs> uh, listen to the Last to of Us review. <laughs> oh, the first time Justin and I, or the last time, honestly, we got spicy on the show together. Ooh. God damn. <laughs> Mars, your thoughts on how scary Aliens is? Um, I mean, I agree a lot with Rachel that it, you know, you need to look at it in context yep. uh, as far as how scary. Honestly, like, I do think for its genre, I mean, it is so action heavy mm -hmm. and sci-fi heavy before horror heavy to me. Yep. But there are times, like, when, like, I can't... Just that scene when they come out of the walls, when they've been exposed and vis like visually there the whole time, you just didn't see them. That scares me. Like Rachel and I have talked about it on Stream Queens all the time, where I'm like, the thing where you don't realize it was just mm -hmm. wide out in the open until it moves, yeah, scares me on a very yes. deep level. So I, I, I wouldn't say this entire movie is like on the edge of my seat, scared the whole time. But when when they appear and you realize you were looking at them the whole time, actually, really truly yeah, that that me. scene reminded me a lot of the original Halloween, where like Michael's mask just kind of like comes out of the shadow. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. I, we'll get to me last, Justin. Your thoughts, sir. So I feel like this is basically like a 
okay. Think of a Resident Evil game. Okay. It starts off terrifying. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But as you go on, it, it does tend to lead towards the more action-y side of things. That's that's not to say it's without its scares. Uh, but but I, I, I thought of it just kind of just like that, like I would any Resident Evil game where I kind of knew that, okay, it was going to start not slow is not the right word, but like it was going to start scary. Yeah. And then as characters got picked off, other characters kind of wisened up to the situation and kind of started to load themselves out a little better. And I, I think that is, that's the only way I could really like think of this. Cause I, I was really trying to mull over my score mm-hmm. and cause originally it was a lot lower than it is now because I was like, Oh, well, you know what? And then I started thinking of like when we see the alien queen, for example, and that's terrifying. When he uh, he looks up through the vents and sees the aliens coming at them, that terrifies mm-hmm. me. That whenever that that kind of scene is in a movie, it scares the shit out of me. Um, same with when something that has been there the whole time reveals itself, um, just subtly through the background, or when something creepy comes up out of the water. Like the, there is a lot of those moments in this movie. Sorry. Even though it's like the scenes that heavily feature the alien are generally more action-y. They're like getting blown up all over the place, whereas the first one was just the one alien. But I think it retains a lot of that horror, even though it is more action-y. Like it definitely is like a sci-fi action horror. But, uh... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I so I, I did kind of end up on the. Is is definitely scarier than I originally thought. Just I mean, thinking back to it, and I I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want Rachel to hate me, but I don't think it's the, the most terrifying thing yeah. ever. But uh, yeah, I I definitely think it does a good job of blending the action horror, and it doesn't lose sight. If that, that probably sounds really douchey, but it doesn't lose sight of like, oh, right, these are aliens and they are fucking terrifying. It doesn't turn into just like a somebody in the middle of a room killing thousands of them. I, I think that comes later. I don't really remember a lot of the later ones. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think this movie does a good job of being scary and a good job of being action-y and uh, yeah. I'm going to stop talking now because right. I don't want to make step Rachel angry. Yeah. First and... Go ahead, Rachel. You're allowed to feel how you feel. <laughs> I know. I know. We're still friends. And I, like I said, I, I know this isn't the most terrifying movie. I mean, you don't have to give it a 10 just because I love the movie. Oh, I, I, oh, I will tell you right now. I did not. <laughs> so the first thing I want to say, Justin, is I love your analogy to a Resident Evil game. I think that was Thank you. very clever, and I like it a lot. Um, I was surprised when Rachel told me this is the action version of Alien. Um, I was like, I was, I was tempering my expectations, and I will not lie, there are a lot of scenes in this movie that genuinely scared me. Mm. When Mars talked about the alien is coming out of the wall, like coming out of the HR Geiger thing, and it's just there. The xenomorph popping up behind Newt, the big reveal, the alien queen. There are some legitimately 
like when the alien grabs Hudson and pulls him down inside, right? When the face huggers are revealed to be in the room with them. Um, the very beginning when I was like, holy shit, are they fucking killing Ripley? Like, there's no way. I know she's in three and four. Like, I, I, I just, there are some genuine scenes that are terrifying. Um, the reason why my house scary score is going to be lower than um, probably Rachel's for sure, I would think, is kind of goes back to my thoughts about the xenomorph proper and how for me in this one with a few exceptions when the xenomorph is by itself when they're displayed on mass i guess after seeing the original alien i would have felt like seeing a crowd of xenomorphs would have been a lot more terrifying and to me it just did not evoke that emotion at all um and that hurt because i i I, it's it's crazy that this perfect specimen when it was in a mass of itself wouldn't have been more scary and that is that is the biggest reason because i i kind of am inclined to agree with rachel and mars about how approach it like a horror an action horror film and that's fine like i'm fine with that but when the xenomorphs were moving together or during the mass explosions and stuff, they were never scary to me. And that's probably the reason why I, I dinged it the way I did is because in the first Alien film, when it was just one, or in this movie, when we just have one, I feel fear. And I don't feel that when there is multiple. And I think that that hurts it. So that's where I'm at. I kind of think I agree with you. On that, thinking back on it, I hadn't really thought about it that way, but it almost seems scarier when it seems more a one-on-one scenario Mm -hmm. than, I mean, because then it starts, it's making, you know, makes me think about, you know, like the Lord of the Rings movie where you see a ton of, you know, orcs or goblins or something. You're like, well, that's just a a indistinguishable mass of things. Uh, But it is scarier when it's the single alien, the single alien queen, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I don't know if it necessarily affects my score, but I agree with you on that. I hadn't really thought about it that way, but yeah, because I had those same yeah, feelings. It's just like I, I guess like I knew aliens. I assume we were going to get more. I guess I would have felt like seeing a bunch of them would have been just like, oh my fucking god, like what 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 are we going up against? And I didn't get that vibe. Uh, yeah, because just seeing them in groups of like two or three, because pretty much that's you know when we were trying to see them in mass, it was. I don't. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> if I'm being honest, right now. I'm just happy you agree. I started I feel down yeah. this. It's okay. I started down this path, and uh, mm. I'm not sure where I'm at now. <laughs> That's what I like to call a Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled a full Justin. All right, guys. If everyone is ready, we can reveal our house scary scores. <laughs> Rachel, are you are you prepared for this? I mean, I I know this is not going to be a high score. <laughs> I'm prepared. I'm prepared. I gave it a six and a half. That's higher than I expected. Very genuinely scary moments in this. But for having a group of aliens or a group of xenomorphs and to have that not land, it it did ding it. Justin. I gave it a six and a half as well. So you guys are saying, I thought you were going to be like three. (laughs) We're not monsters. (laughs) Oh, no. Rachel. Uh, I would say seven and a half. Oh, I was ready to type in a ten. Okay. 
No, I mean, I'm trying to give you my honest review. I don't think this movie is, like, the most... Like, if I think of the movies that really scared me and I had nightmares after, this is not one of them. But I do, yeah. like, I do find... That's just the midnight man on the feet scary. looking, right, Mars? Huh? <laughs> Nothing. I, I couldn't hear oh, you. Oh, I said it's just the midnight man, up, man? His, Why would you bring that up, man? Why would you bring that up? And his feet licking. Oh, why the uh... fuck would you bring it up? That's right. Oh, the Midnight Man. Why do I keep blocking that out? Well, I know why I keep blocking that out. I know exactly why I keep. But uh, no, but honestly, every time the Midnight Man comes up, I'm like, the who? And then someone has to say, some, say something about feet. And I'm like, oh, that's. Uh, that's right. Have you guys reviewed uh, that on your show? Have we? You should. It's streaming. We should. <gasps> I will have to look. I, 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 I It's so hard to remember what all we've reviewed. I'll have to go look. Up yeah. until the thing, it was our number one uh, horror. Uh, That's very surprising to me. Not that it isn't really good; there... it's very good. Oh, there's things in Gerald's game though that, like, I had to sleep with me the too. lights really? on after I watched that movie. Yeah. Yes. See, I don't think that movie is very scary. Oh, it I think fucked the me mid- up. I think the Midnight Man. Oh, is I, scary. I, I can't go back fucks and rewatch it for fun because it fucks me up. And I think the degloving yeah. <laughs> is incredible. But and I love the movie. Okay, but let's, can we stop talking? Yes, about we the can stop. Mars, what is your house scary story? He gets it out and then the hand flops back into place. <laughs> is that the part you mean? <laughs> Mars, your score for how scary? Um, this is uh actually kind of surprising to me. I gave it an okay. eight. Great. To reveal the scores, I for plot I gave it an eight. Justin gave it nine and a half. Rachel and Mars gave it ten. For cinematography, I gave it eight and a half, as did Mars, and Justin and Rachel gave it a ten. For audio, it got tens across the board with a little tiny asterisk since we all found out from Rachel that there was some brown face. And then it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> and then for how scary, Justin and I gave it six and a half, Rachel gave it a seven and a half, and Mars gave it an eight. That gives it a here's Johnny final score of an eighty nine. Ooh. I will tell you right now. I want to now, adjust my scores. <laughs> They're all tens. They're all tens. <laughs> I will tell you right now that actually ties it with its predecessor. Oh, okay. Really? Yep. And they also had an 89. Uh, right above it is The Last of Us Part Two and Outlast, which has a 90%. The film above it is our 10th top rated um, media, which is in a tie of Jaws, Doctor Sleep, and The Conjuring. And right below it is The Blair Witch Project, Evil Dead, the remake, because the original audio got lost in a fire and will never be found again. <clears throat> I still have Haunting my audio. Of, <laughs> Haunting of Hill oh, House Season huh. 1. That must be that, that infamous Larry fire I keep hearing. <laughs> yes. That wonderful <laughs> moment where Larry realized just how how infallible he is okay uh that's where it falls we're going to play a commercial from a member podcast of the kaleidoscope media network but make sure you stick around until the end not only will rachel and mars plug their stuff but we are going to plug our next collaboration our big collaboration with the zombie girls so hey i was actually thinking since we haven't gotten any new commercials or anything i'm just gonna play this game over man game over what are we gonna do now okay we're good justin is the audio engineer and i do not question his work so next week on the show proper we will be having a very very special interview justin do you want to tell the audience what is coming 
Yeah, uh, so magically somehow uh, the stars aligned and we actually have like uh, four people who worked on the Dead Space franchise coming on. Uh, Definitely want to send a shout yeah. out to Nick Brasia. He was on when we were oh, when we reviewed um, the... Eyeless, in Search of the Eyeless Man. Thank you. Um, which was no a the spin-off book or sequel book, whatever have you, to Video Palace. Uh, and he mentioned during that interview that he had worked on Dead Space and knew some other guys who did too. And so when we started building the season, we messaged him. was like, hey, would you guys want to come on? And Nick came through and got like four guys who worked on this, like from the lore perspective, to come on and talk to us. So that is our interview next week. We only have an hour with them for four guys. And because I was very busy this week, Justin, Justin has put together one hour kick-ass interview and i'm really excited for people to hear it it's also going to be probably one of our only midweek like early afternoon recordings i had to take a day off yeah it's veterans day for me but justin does not have that same privilege yeah yeah it's gonna be don't stand with the troops that's what i'm hearing and so i'm kind of stressing out about it but i I, I said the canadians don't stand with the troops i see <laughs> oh hey hey we have remembrance day that day i i usually go to the uh the, there's like a ceremony near me oh, because cool. my my grandfather gets acknowledged every oh, awesome. year so thank you very <laughs> okay. much got he got you he got you <laughs> okay uh but plus it's at it, our, our moment of silence is at 11 i made sure it wasn't at 11 okay <laughs> it's at 12 so i broached this idea justin and i had talked about it before his wedding and we had a lot of fun doing the entirety of the saw franchise with rachel and mars well one of my favorite franchises is getting a new entry soon and luckily it is far shorter than the saw franchise and does not have the blemishes that the Saw franchise has at some spots. Although we all do know Very that Rachel loved the Love Triangle. Breaking up with you, Deborah, or whatever her name was. <laughs> <laughs> so Rachel and Mars have agreed to come on. And from right after Christmas until right about my birthday, we are going to be dedicating five weeks to Scream. We have already reviewed the OG Scream on the podcast. So we are actually starting with Mike favorite in the franchise scream 2 scream 3 scream 4 justin is going to find us a scream like game i don't think there is a video game out there there's so i i actually have a few ideas that i mean i yeah, can tell, tell you us. right now what what my ideas yeah. are okay so there are a few there's not there's going to be nothing like scream serial killers in video games is like i mean outside of like by daylight which isn't even really yeah right uh it is very like a difficult thing to find so i have come across i figured we are either going to do the original clock tower which is but kind of my vote um lakeview cabin collection i actually already own that on pc i know i told you You to buy it a long time ago we never got around to it (laughs) um the other one that i think would suit it the best but might be a little hard to figure out is uh, Condemned. 
Okay. Damn. I, I, I do feel that, but I want Mars to join us for the actual video game. Because in the past, she's always been a, a, a watcher on the wall. But if we did Lakeview okay. Cabin, even my crappy PC can handle that. Oh, it is like an indie, like, 16-bit game. And it's, like, super, like, dirt cheap, too, Mars. Would, would you be interested in doing that? Oh, my gosh. I kind of want to. I, like, like actually uh-huh. playing, not uh-huh. just... Oh my goodness. I'm going to be real bad at this. I'm going to tell you that now. Uh, I will say it is a puzzle game. Okay. Okay. Uh, here, let me. Called? I'll put a link. Late in, view uh, Here, I'll, I'll put a link okay, in the cool. cast. Okay, guys, so that's what's it's... coming up. We are going to be doing a Scream mini-season culminating in a review of Scream 5. I will say if they kill my girl, Sydney, unceremoniously, I'm going to be pissed. And do you guys want to hear my theory? And this is just my headcanon. I have not read this or seen this anywhere. I think it's going to turn out that it was never yes. really about her to begin with, and she was just wasting her life. Oh, we are not doing Oh, we're going this Halloween tonight. kills, huh? We are not doing oh, we're going this Halloween tonight. kills. We're huh? running late on the clock, my friend. My theory is that Stu Maker never died. <gasps> okay, so I am glad we are on the same page of it. I that think is what it's going I to be said. his like daughter who's behind it all. I think that he's going to be like the mastermind behind it, but I don't think he's actually the one doing it. But I think the big reveal is that Stu Maker never actually died. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Can I tell you the Scream movie that I always wish yes, happened? Yes, absolutely. Probably won't. Uh, I'm, I always wanted it to turn out to be Sydney because all the Scream killers turn, turn out to be people that know her. So she just starts murdering everybody that she knows because she's like, if I know no one, then no one can try to murder me. That would have been That's good. Actually, that is, I am, I am here for that. That would have been good. I honestly, like, we're, we're gonna get into it. Like, Scream is one of our top rated things on the show. Scream Two, in my opinion, is the greatest sequel of all time. <clears throat> I know, <clears throat> right? <laughs> I can think of a different one. <laughs> God, I do. I just love Scream. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if it's like a childhood attachment same, or same. what. I just love Scream I am right movies. there with you. And I am just so excited and happy because you're doing that with us. Uh, so that's everything that Justin and I have, I believe. Right, Jay? Oh, yeah. So yeah, Rachel yeah. and Mars, the floor is yours. Plug your stuff. What is? Where can our people find you if they haven't found you already? I mean, come on, guys. If not here enough, you should know. <laughs> but in case they don't, they came on for a special Aliens review. Tell them. Tell them, Mars. Tell them about our podcast. <laughs> so... Uh... <laughs> You'd think at this point I would have learned the spiel, but I don't because I rely on you far too heavily. Uh, You can check out Rachel and I on the Stream Queens podcast that is part of the Zombie Girls podcast network where we watch horror and horror-adjacent movies that are streaming on the internet. Um, You know, we try to find those hidden gems, but every once in a while we just watch something because it looks dumb or funny or because we feel like it or because the picture looked good. You know, we're not discerning. It's great. Uh, Every once in a while we do a little bit of wine tasting while we get into movies and that makes it weird and awkward. What would you pair with Hellraiser as the drink of the night? Ooh. 
All right. Well, full disclosure, I've never seen Hellraiser. Pina Colada. Either. You haven't seen either Mars? Okay, so we'll, we'll go. Can we have a Pina Colada? Let's let's all drink Pina Coladas and watch Hair Hellraiser. Why Pina Colada? Yes, please. Because Pina Coladas are delicious. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I didn't know if there was a reason that connected to like like Psych. I could understand Pina Coladas with Psych, so I, I didn't know if there was something I was missing. Oh yeah, I kind of assumed that like Hellraiser. Drink yeah, as I was saying, like, is there like a pineapple scene? <laughs> I would do that. I'm sorry, Rachel. I uh, no, cut you off. I just... I'm so rude. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm actually I'm enjoying this thought experiment. I'm trying to remember the name. There is this liqueur that I think Mars, you and I drank it right from Iceland, called the Sambuca. It was called. The oh Black yeah. Death. Oh wow. Yes, yeah. and it is like the national liqueur of Iceland that I bought a bottle when I was there, and it is like this weird herbal liqueur but it was really good and we got really drunk really fast and i would say that would be my pairing for hellraiser because like you just think you're having a sip but you're in way too deep (laughs) i don't think i can get it i mean i don't know if i could either but i'm just saying that would be my like ideal pairing i'm sure we can find some like janky version of that it could be done on a side note, Justin, I was telling Rachel, uh, I actually found an alcoholic beverage that I like. Oh, I saw that. The 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 Crown Cola. Yeah, you said that somewhere. What I don't I remember where you said You're hustling it. on our podcast. Maybe in the Discord. He he's he's tapped my computer. Crown Cola is that just Crown? So Royal it is, but it's like it's like packaged in a can, and it's like from Crown. Oh, it comes uh-huh. as a, like a unit, like it's in the oh, can has like has like. A, texture on it and they also have a peach flavor and a green apple flavor but i got it when we went to the cabin this last weekend and i'm not a big drinker anymore since i left college and i legitimately had a good time drinking those i i will okay. say uh i started uh, when on my honeymoon i bought a bunch of the Ooh, Kraken Kraken rum. Oh, my buddy in college smashed the I shit out of that. I love it so he, good. It's so good. He used to go through good. a fit yes. of that like every two weeks it was like his favorite shit in the world God, it was so it, it's delicious. I have to. I'm gonna go. Maybe I'll have. <laughs> All right. Well, Justin, I promised you I'd keep us on schedule. Rachel, there was a little bit more you need to tell us, right? Oh yeah. So, like she said, that is part of the Zombie Girls Network. We also have Zombie Girls Prime, as we call it, um, where it's just a group of us talking about horror films from a feminist perspective. We also have the More Deadly podcast, where we review horror films that are exclusively directed by women-identified directors, and we have a little spinoff of that called the. Uh, the director's cut where we actually have spoken with some of the women directors who are making the film that's been very cool thanks that's been very 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 cool the one you had recently i I didn't i listened to it yet but i saw you posted it on instagram yeah we did one with chloe vhs chloe akuno and jennifer reader who did the vhs and we also did one recently with danishka esker hazy who did the new slumber party massacre film which like i feel is totally under the radar and is such a great like honestly a modern feminist classic and i feel like people should be checking it out plus it's super super fun um and then finally of course the crown jewel must be the untitled nick cage podcast which i record (laughs) with our good friend larry (laughs) as we go through the entire catalog of our lord and savior Nicholas Cage. We just did. It's been fun, and our, and we just reviewed Racing with the Moon. I'll be editing that tomorrow. Awesome. Three hours. It's gonna be fun. I think you the, just gotta hatch the, it, that thing. Just like the, the 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 barnacle cut will probably be about an hour. But man, we we went in yeah. one when we got the cage raid, which is hidden behind the paywall. Yes, yes, yes. Um, 
But I will say the next ones coming up are going to be yeah. The Family Man, which is Nick Cage's mm-hmm. only Christmas-ish movie. Which Rachel has it. Oh, I, I love do that too. movie. Uh, then we're going to do for my birthday month, The Rock. Okay. And then we are also going to be following that up in February, award season time, either congratulating the Academy for promoting Pig or coming at the Academy for not promoting yep. Pig. Yep. Uh, but we were talking about this last night, and Rachel and Mar, oh, sorry, Mars and Justin, we would like you guys to pick a Nick Cage film that you would like to come and watch with yeah. us. Yeah. <gasps> we're going to have some guests on, let them kind of pick their their cage of choice that we haven't gotten to although yet, we did so. talk about trying to decide what was the like quintessential cage film to make justin watch since he hasn't really yeah dipped. i think we i think we said face Is, off, are we right? gonna go face off i've se- i've seen okay. i've seen All face right. off hmm. yeah but like that could be fun what about though. The, as long as you're talk about the rock then is that nick cagey enough because or maybe Con- wait, 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 hold on how justin have you seen con air is is the rock is the rock the one no. about the bear no that's what, what Alec movie is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the movie I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, have, have you <laughs> seen you. Have you seen Con Air, Jay? Okay. Yes. All right. I will watch. We should bring Justin that, on for City of Angels. Oh God. Matchstick Man or not Matchstick Man? <laughs> what about uh, what, what's the like? Um, uh, oh, the perfect! The, the Wicker Man. Man. That's it. Oh, Man. That's Man. it. I've never seen it, but that'll probably be I, a I've next Halloween kind yeah. of thing. I Get think ready we'll to do watch that. That sounds right. Some ladies. <laughs> so, Marjorie, are you gonna are you gonna pick are you gonna pick uh, City of Angels? No, nobody you wants want City of Angels. I do. I love that movie. <laughs> See, you're the heart on the show, like for sure. <laughs> For sure. Like, okay. Well, I mean, full disclosure, I've never seen. Oh, City you'll of cry. Angels. It's so sad. So now I'm torn between City of Angels and um, yeah, Nick Cage movie I have that I love. Yeah, one, pick the one you love for sure. So There's someone out there else Larry out there who likes Larry can tear it apart and break network. your heart on the air. <laughs> so you can open with a con. <laughs> What's your favorite Cage movie? I'm very curious. Match. Oh, it's Matchstick Man. Man. I was gonna say that too. I know. I heard you kind of say it. I, I was mean, like, no, 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 no. That was mine. Like, I don't see why we couldn't. This dynamic is working. <laughs> we could make that happen. But also, I'm wondering maybe this is my first time watching City of Angels. You oh, also no. have a soft we'll heart, see. so you might like it. I know. I probably will be like, I also cry. Yeah, City of Angels <laughs> is. Uh, it has the Alanis Morissette song. Uh... Fuck. What's the name of that song? You ought to know. No, no, Anyways. no. It's, it's the really haunting <laughs> one. Ironic. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just going to name it. No, them. that's not haunting. I do love Jagged Little Pill, though. God bless that album. I want to find it. Justin, also, talk for a few uh, seconds Ra- while I find it. Uh, Ra- Rachel, I, I might have just zoned out for half a second, but did you not bring up <gasps> Oh, my God. Cloud? How could I have forgotten? Yes, of course. The Cast of Cause. So the Cast of Cause is where we review all of the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. We have just started. We put out our very first episode of um, Wolves of the Kala. And that is a podcast that I really want to get you on, Justin. Let me know when you're ready to hop on into the action. Give, give me like, so I actually just today was like, oh, it's been like three weeks or two weeks. I need to restart. The, How uh, far did Wolves you get? Did you just get into the prologue or did you get past it? I, I got like maybe five okay. minutes into chapter one 
and then like yeah. and stuff and all that. So I, I, I do plan on restarting because I know the prologue is oh, so like good, an though. hour I, or something. Like, it's, I, I normally don't care about a prologue, but I love the prologue of that book. Yeah. Okay, well, well, let me let me catch up on the prologue on Monday, and, there's a and then crossover uh, character in that. That's that nice. Larry would be so excited about. Ooh. I don't know. Do you recognize who the who the father, like the 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 pastor in town is? It's like the guy. It it, it is that the like the vampire guy. It's the father Callan. Yep. He's the father who drank the vampire yeah. blood. In yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I I know he pops up again just because I've been on the Stephen King wiki. Yep. Yep. He's a very important character in Wolves of the Call of. The song is Uninvited, uh-huh. by the way. I remember that one. It's... Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is a mm, haunting see? song. I wasn't wrong. But no, yeah, okay. I don't know. I think the Nick Cage podcast is fun. Me and Rachel will approach it in that manner, yes. too, and we save the, the spiciness for yes. the end. I mean, we try to, but we can't control ourselves. Yeah, sometimes it just comes out. It's we, pretty we spicy edit that part out. Yeah, there's definitely some stuff you got to cut this time. <laughs> yes, yes, they def- definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm, like, having anxiety about it because... Oh, don't worry. Got... There, me, me, too. Like, at it's, one point, it's, it's I gonna just get stopped and recording because I was like, we're really going to places. <laughs> we, yeah, we went hard last night. It was, it was therapy for both of us. Yeah. And with that wonderful tease, make sure you come back next week for our interview. I'm very excited. Just, yes. Justin really has put some great questions together. And thank you to Rachel and Mars for joining us. Anytime. And until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, You guys helped make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, It all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers, so head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.